Welcome to the No Fear Podcast of First Presbyterian Church. My name is Bob Fuller, Senior Pastor of First Presbyterian Church in San Antonio, Texas, with your No Fear Word of the Day. Well, it's great to be with you here again today. Again, my name is Bob Fuller, and I'm the senior pastor of First Presbyterian Church in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is all about courage for daily living in the midst of the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis of 2020. Pastor and author Rick Warren once said that the Bible tells us to fear not or not be afraid in one way or another 365 times. And I've always thought that would be a great foundation for a broadcast about living with courage every day. And so that's the purpose of this No Fear Word of the Day broadcast. In this podcast, we're going to include an update for the Congregation of First Presbyterian Church of San Antonio, but we're also going to take a look at our No Fear Word of the Day, one of those 365 passages that talks about God's promises and encouragement in scary times. First, an update. This week, the session, or the ruling council of elders of the church, met to discuss First Presbyterian Church's response to the COVID-19 situation. I've got to tell you, the meeting was thoughtful, courageous, and prayerful. It was wonderful to be in a group of leaders who have dedicated themselves to trust in the Lord our God and to lean on His sovereignty even in one of the most confusing situations our community has faced in some time. After much prayer and discussion, the leaders of the church have determined that our congregation will follow a plan that is innovative in our ministry, courageous in our compassion, supportive of our civil and national leadership, and sensitive to both the health and fears of our community and congregation. Together, the elders have set forward a series of directives for the ongoing work and fellowship of our church. Now, the precautions outlined by the session set the necessary ground rules and boundaries to both protect the most vulnerable in our community and to support the leadership of our local, state, and national authorities. And you can read about that and other developments at First Presbyterian Church at fpcsanantonio.org or at the First Pres app or on our Facebook page. Please understand that our leadership is not driven by fear of this disease. We are driven by our compassion for one another and our neighbors. We are not reacting out of fear of getting the disease. We are practicing these principles of social distancing as a precaution against spreading the disease. This is an environment of precautions and possibilities. So having established the precautions, now we can focus on the possibilities. So now let's get to our no fear word of the day. Our passage today is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. 
The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. There is so much to explore in this passage, but I want to share with you the highlights that the Lord is putting on my heart today. What gives me encouragement in this psalm is the concept of God's sovereignty. Simply put, the doctrine of God's sovereignty is the steadfast belief that God is in control and that He is in charge, that He is really in control and has authority to be in control. God's sovereignty is the declaration that He is the power that can overpower any other power. He is absolute in His potency and absolute in His freedom. There's no force or will that can oppose, overcome, challenge, turn, or bind God. He is subjected to no one or to no thing. But He is also absolute in His authority. God's not only the strongest being in the universe, He has authority because He is the creator of the universe. He is God by right, not simply by strength. All things exist because of Him, and in Him all things live and move and have their being. And so God is rightly in charge of all things. He's not a usurper. He's not someone who has simply seized His power or His throne because he's bigger and better than everyone else. Because he is the creator, he has original authority over all creation. So first of all, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The psalmist illustrates that promise by using this imagery of a mountain collapsing into the sea. It's as though he's imagining a cliff that is beaten relentlessly by the waves until it's undermined and crumbles in a landslide like a sandcastle. The psalm is saying that even mountains can be dragged down by the power of the ocean. But those who are under the protection of God have a strength stronger than the mountains and even stronger than the power of the ocean. Right now, our community is reeling because long-developed plans are being overturned left and right. Events have been canceled because of the public health risk. The city of Austin is reeling from cancellation of the South by Southwest Festival. And here in San Antonio, our beloved long-standing tradition of fiesta has been postponed because organizers and city leaders cannot foretell the length or severity of the coronavirus pandemic. The golf world has been turned on its head by the cancellation of the Masters Tournament, and it's hard to imagine March without college basketball. From professional sports to city celebrations, many long-term plans have been scuttled by the chaos and uncertainty of the coronavirus. Even our regular Sunday services at church have been canceled. But the psalm pictures God as a stone jetty that stands as a break against the tide. 
an island in the middle of a raging river, a solid rock upon which we can stand and find shelter from the storm. Even in the midst of all that power and of all that chaos, God is the solid rock upon which we stand. When everything is in turmoil, God is solid. When all seems uncertain, He is stable. When nothing seems to make sense, God is the constant that defines all the variables and holds them to account. One of the things that I love about this psalm is that it shows the scope of God's sovereignty. It shows that the breadth of His strength is huge. Because if you look carefully at this psalm, it says that God is more powerful than both natural disasters and human-made disasters. This whole psalm reminds me of the conclusion of the Sermon on the Mount delivered by Jesus in Matthew chapter 7. In that passage, Jesus compares God's solid promises to the shifting sands of life. Matthew 7, 24-27 Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. No competent builder worth his salt would build a building or a house on an unsolid, on an unstable foundation. And yet we put our faith in the temporary and secondary things of this world all the time. Our Lord loves us and He's calling us to put our trust on Him because He is a solid foundation. Even when everything else is overturned, he will not be moved, and we will have a place to stand. Psalm 46, 6-9 through 9 says, The nations rage, the kingdoms totter, he utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Here the Bible is reminding us that not every disaster is a natural disaster. One of the variables that we often have to face in our lives is the recklessness of others or the self-destruction of our own habits, decisions, the consequences we make. But God is also the God over human calamities. And He has proven His power over the greatest calamity of human existence, the power of death through the death and resurrection of His Son, Jesus Christ. Through the death of Jesus Christ, God endured the death that we could never endure. And through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, God proved that He has total supremacy, total power over life and death. Through the passion of His Son, Jesus Christ, God has shown us how much He loves us, and He's shown us how far He is willing to go to prove that love to us by sacrificing His own body and blood. God is the only existence, the only being that can stand against every other force of nature or humanity. And because God is sovereign, we can take refuge and peace in His presence, 
knowing that there is nothing that can oppose His will and His love in our lives. Dr. Ben Lacey Rose was a mentor of mine and a predecessor in a church that I served before coming here. Dr. Rose was a combat chaplain in World War II and served with Patton's Third Army in Europe. One day, he recounts, the shelling was so bad that he had to hide in a hand-dug slip trench, and it was so crowded that he was lying literally with one man at his head and another at his feet as artillery shells blew away the landscape around them. When the shelling stopped, he got up only to discover that both the man at his head and the man at his feet had been killed by shrapnel. It was a vision that changed his life. That moment changed his life. And in his memoirs of that day, he wrote this. He said, When the shelling stopped after 10 or 12 rounds, I realized that I had cupped my hand over my nose and mouth to keep out the dirt and the grass. As I looked at my cupped hand, the thought occurred to me, I'm in the palm of God's hand. So I said to God, Lord, I place myself in the palm of your hand. When you are ready to take me home, just fold your hand and take me to yourself. But until then, I'm in the palm of your hand. He wrote, Many times since then, when I have become afraid, I've cupped my hand and said, I'm in the palm of God's hand. Nothing can harm me until he says yes. And then he will fold his hand and take me to himself. Because God is God and God is sovereign, we can find peace in his hand, even in crazy and troubled times like this. Psalm 46, 10 through 11 says this, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Who or what is your refuge and strength? Is it the sovereign God who loves you or something less? I'm Bob Fuller, Senior Pastor of First Presbyterian Church in San Antonio, Texas, and this has been your No Fear Word of the Day. I just want you to remember that the Lord is real. He loves you. He has a plan and purpose for your life. He has a position for you on His team and a place for you at His table. May the Lord bless you and keep you and keep you in the palm of His hand until we meet again.